Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash I don't work here, lady video. Could you somehow mistake a cat for a manager? We'll find out, but first, a story from Barry Jazzy Busby. Could you still make a reservation then? I know there's lots of other stories like this, but it reminded me of my own. When I was younger, back when home phones were still a thing, I was really ill for months at a time. I missed out on a half a year of school due to illness. Now, because I was home all day, I was there to answer any calls our home phone got. Every now and again, I would get a call and answer it how I normally would. Hi, and so-and-so here, how can I help you? And every time I would get, hi, could I please make a reservation for 6pm tonight? Or, hi, just checking, is this restaurant name in Melbourne? After about 15 plus calls of people believing this number was some restaurant in Melbourne, I googled the restaurant name. The number that Google suggested was for some reason my home phone number. When I went onto the actual website of the restaurant, I could find their actual number, so I called them to let them know that Google had messed up and I kept getting calls on behalf of this restaurant. They apologized and told me they would look into it. Even still, I continued to get calls for like a month before Google eventually got around to changing it. One of the more memorable days was Valentine's Day. I kept getting a call every half hour. Every time I would say sorry, but Google actually has the wrong number listed. To find the actual restaurant number, go to their website and you can find it. Now, this worked fine for most people, but there was this one lady who didn't seem to get the message. Keep in mind, I was a sick and tired, sassy 14-year-old girl who worked at Kmart when I wasn't sick. She called frantically stating that she absolutely needed a reservation for 7pm that night. Freaking trying to find a goddarn Valentine's reservation 6 hours beforehand, and what seemed to be a pretty nice restraint in the heart of Melbourne. Australia's most highly populated slash nicest cities. I informed her that I actually wasn't the restaurant and to find their number on their website. Apparently this was too hard of a task for this lady's small brain to comprehend. Oh, but you're the number Google gave me? Yes, I know madam, Google accidentally made an error because my phone number is one digit different to the actual restaurant. Google's been informed and they're in the process of changing it. Can't you still make a reservation for me? No, ma'am, I don't work there. I don't even live in the same state as that restaurant. How ridiculous. This is absolutely appalling customer service. If Google's going to list your number as the number for that restaurant, I'm going to expect some level of customer service and assistance. Now, please understand that I hadn't had a full meal in over four months, as any food that went into my system came straight back up. I was tired, sick, constantly hungry, and this lady had interrupted my game of solitaire, so I let it rip. Excuse me, witch, I'm not affiliated with that restaurant in any way. I'm a 14-year-old chick from Queensland who's home from school sick. It's not my fault that Google messed up, and it's also not my fault that you're too stupid to simply hang up and go onto their website to make a reservation. It's also not my fault that your dumb butt thinks that there's any way in heck that you're going to be getting a reservation for freaking Valentine's Day six hours beforehand. I then promptly hung up 
and thankfully didn't hear from her afterwards. I think it was a week or so after that conversation that Google finally updated the number on the website. How much do you want to bet that somebody like that lady who called and was too lazy to go find the actual number was more than happy to go and waste their time leaving a review commenting about how bad the customer service was and maybe even including how Google messed up in their review but still not looking for the actual number on the website like spending all that time complaining? If you had to deal with a situation like this where your phone kept getting confused for like a restaurant and people like this came along who just didn't get the memo, would you start like flipping out at them, cursing out at them? Would you rather just hang up on them as soon as they don't get the memo? Would you just try to write it out politely? Let me know how you would handle it in the comments down below. Our next story is from Jazzcatcher. I worked here six months ago. and the times before a personal issue happened in November, I, 17-year-old female, worked at a local hobby store named after an archangel. I stocked shelves, cleaned up after people, tried all the markers on anything nearby, and would leave them in whatever cubby that was in reach. And I would cashier a few nights a week, making the big money to afford my daily girly needs. I quit working there because of the personal issue. This past Monday, I went in there to get some supplies for an art project the therapist recommended, and to see how I feel about going back out into the world. I was dressed in a large black baggy hoodie and baggy sweats, nothing like an employee. My earbuds were in but not on, they dull the noise but don't make it completely silent. I heard the click 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 of someone wearing heels, a distinctive sound. The sound stopped and I could see a shadow darken me as I looked at drawing pads. My heart started speeding up and I was beginning to sweat. Then she said those words, excuse me, it wasn't dripping with contempt yet. Yes, I say back. Where are the little painting cups to paint the porcelain Christmas villages? She did ask nicely. I tell her I don't know. And she got mad. You do know where they are, so where are they? I step back and begin to shake. I don't know, I don't work here. Yes, you do. You helped me find stuff last Halloween. Quit lying to me and tell me where the paints are. I begin to have a panic attack. It's been six months since I worked here and the store's been rearranged. Oh my god, you kids are so lazy. You think because there's a worker shortage you can just do what you want and not get fired for mouthing off to customers. I'll show you how freaking wrong you are when I get your manager and get you fired. I dropped the supplies I was holding and turned to leave. I'm not crying. I just want to be away from this crazy lady. Then she grabs me as I'm spun to her face again. She shoves her finger in my face and this screeching is piercing even with the headphones on. And things went to black. When I came back to reality, I was being checked on by paramedics. A few police officers were standing around with the lady in handcuffs screeching, I didn't do anything to her, she's just crazy. I can't believe this place hires crazy witches. I ended up going to the hospital. The lady's being charged with assault. I'll find out more in the future since this is just a few days old. What happened to me? I read the statements from the police report and from what a few former co-workers told me. When she grabbed me, I fell to the ground, going into the fetal position, whimpering that I don't work here, I don't work here, I don't work here. Some customers saw what was going on and got the manager. Someone else called 911. The lady just stood there with her mouth fish gaping and repeating, I didn't touch her. After a night in the hospital, a visit with my therapist, I'm home and waiting for a delivery from Amazon with the supplies I went to get. I'm glad the world is homebound friendly these days. As somebody that never goes anywhere, I also kind of agree with the sentiment that I'm glad the world is homebound friendly. 
I mean, needless to say, I feel bad for OP. Would you guys say that the Karen in this story deserves some kind of charge from the police? Let me know what you guys think. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Uniteer. Actual employee and owner mistakes me for employee. I recently got reminded of this one. I was a 13 or 14 year old female who tried to buy new jeans because her last one got accidentally ripped apart by an overjoyed puppy. Broke me got into this jean store with a big 50% off sign and started to look around. The store was very confusing, not big but a tiny labyrinth, and I couldn't for the love of me figure out where the women's section should be. So socially awkward me decided to put on her big girl pants and ask somebody. I go to the counter and before I could say a thing the guy behind the counter was already furious with me. Where have you been? We've been waiting for you for hours now. Why don't you answer your phone? Followed by my very intelligent reply. What? Well, I stood there dumbfounded and scared. I was a small shy girl and that guy was tall and spoke too loud for comfort. He goes on with, we're going to Mr. Insert Name Boss, no excuses. Come with me now. Little dumb scared me followed that guy, mostly because my brain refused to process what just happened. This was long before I knew the existence of Reddit. We got to a hidden part of the store, hidden by a wall, and I saw the women's section. My brain, remembering what I was here for, told my feet to go that way but forgot about the guy. The guy grabs me by my arm and forces me in a different direction. We reach a little office, and by little I mean cramped small. A desk, a lot of papers and orders everywhere, a man sitting on an office chair, papers in hand, the guy and me. The guy closes the door and none of us had any space to move. The guy greets the man as Mr. Boss and said, I found her, she was just wandering in. Mr. Boss now looking at me gives me a speech about responsibility and being on time. The best my brain could come up with in this situation was the question of if this store has other times for customers being allowed to come in. Did I miss the time frame? While Mr. Boss was busy with his speech, the wheels in my brain began to turn. Does he think I work here? But a boss should know his own employees, shouldn't he? I tried to muster enough courage to speak, but out came only a shy, I don't work here. Mr. Boss looks at me and then pulled out an application letter. Are you not insert random name? Me shaking my head. He's looking at the picture and my face over and over again. That's not her. I looked at the picture. A girl my age, same hair and eye color, but different face features. He mumbled something about today should be her first day of work, but she never showed up, apologized, and asked me why I hadn't said anything and dismissed me instantly. The counter guy brought me to the front and outside the store. Basically, I was politely kicked out, dumbfounded again. So not only did they essentially harass a 13 or 14 year old girl, they then refused to allow themselves to get a sale by kicking them out? Like at least let this poor girl that you instilled some serious fear in to get the jeans she was wanting to get. Our next story is from Ralph JD. I don't work here lady. And everyone started laughing hard. So this happened earlier today. Little introduction, I'm currently in Morocco and here it's common to have little shops of like 4 square meters where they sell groceries and fix you basic sandwiches and tea. Now the shop I usually go to has the cash desk on the inside and a big open window on the wall that faces the road with a little counter for two customers to use while standing to eat. Now for the story, 
For lunch, I decided to go to the shop to get a classic eggs, bread, cheese, and a mint tea. I enter the shop, I greet the owner, and order my sandwich and tea. With me, two other customers talking kinda seriously with the shop owner about football. While I'm enjoying my tea at the counter facing outside, I see a lady with a man on the sidewalk coming towards the shop. At that moment, the lady stops in front of me on the other side of the counter and asks me in Moroccan Arabic if we have a very specific brand of sparkling water. I therefore try to answer in a mix of French and Arabic that the shop has it, but I don't work there, with what must have been a very confused facial expression. At that point, the lady apologizes for mistaking me for the shop owner while starting to laugh, and the man next to her started laughing too as well as the real shop owner behind the register and two other men that were in the shop chatting with the real employee. I answer that it's no problem while getting influenced by the laugh too. The lady and the man then enter the shop, grab the water, and say to the shop owner, I mistook him because I saw the counter and I thought that's where you usually stay to sell things. All of this while everyone's happily chuckling. Before going out, she taps my shoulder, apologizes again with a big smile, and wishes me a good day. The chuckling continued for a minute or two. The football talks restarted, but this time with a happy mood and smiles. It was a good day. Honestly, it's a really nice thing that it was a good day and that overall it was a good experience. It's always nice when the person mistaking you is not a Karen. Have a laugh, have a human connection, that's great. Our next story is from Dramatic Tofu. I wear a lanyard keychain. I wear a lanyard keychain around my neck to ensure I don't lose my keys. In almost every store I visit, regardless of my attire, someone always asks me for directions to products. 90% of the time, I have no idea where the product is. In those instances, my answer is always something like, aisle 6, bottom shelf, or go straight and take a left. If I know where the product is, I'll take the time to either bring the other person to that said item or give detailed directions to it. My lanyard does have ID badges attached to it, but I never wear clothes that make me look like an employee in any store this happens in. In the past, I've had many people get mad at me for telling them I don't work at the stores. Some never believe me. I find it's easier to just give the people directions so they'll leave immediately. That's definitely the gamble you take by wearing a lanyard keychain. Some people see lanyard and they just think, employee. Whether that's high up manager or lowly cashier that just happens to be roaming the aisles, or even a janitor or something random, they tend to think that that person somehow got to be employed with the company. And our final story of the day is by TabbyKitten99, mistaken by the show manager for one of the performers. When I was 15, I went to see the national touring production of Cats. And since I was a big fan and I'd never seen it before, I went in costume, which was a trend for Cats fans. I wanted to get pictures with the actors after, and I thought it would be more fun in costume. I was waiting in the lobby for the show to start, and a lot of people asked to take a picture with me. I said yeah because I was a passive teenager who wasn't great at saying no. They probably thought I was a cast member because my costume was mostly accurate. But then a man came out and started telling me I had to get backstage. I wasn't allowed out in the lobby before the show, and I shouldn't have been taking pictures with people. I was really confused and then he realized I wasn't one of the actors in the musical, just a kid in a costume. He was the tour manager. He was really lovely and said if I came back the next night, he would give me a tour of the stage, 
which he did. I got lots of cool photos and autographs with the cast, and even talked to the crew as well. It was a wonderful experience for a nerdy kid, and probably the best I don't work here outcome you could have. Yeah, you mean to tell me that you show up and get confused for a cast member, get kind of ripped into a little bit, and that turns into a backstage meet and greet and tour for you? That's a pretty darn good outcome from an I don't work here story. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another I don't work here lady story that was way more insane than the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time for some more stories.